with us in the mixer back with episode two i'm eric and i'm joined here with mick mick Fay. hello he is the guru of grassroots football as you will find out again this week um we've got a, a nice show to bring for you now we've got a sorry to just cut the music off a bit quickly there look sorry i take the headphones off as well we're practicing new stuff here we still have the socks <laughs> on the mic um, same socks from last week which has been same socks. You don't really worried <laughs> Um, no, we've got a few things to bring you this week. We're going to talk about um, the UCFL and the LSL. We've got no AUL, unfortunately, even though they did follow us on Twitter this week. Very, that's poor on our part, no AUL, but we will, we will, we will get to a game, probably, well, AUL play Leinster Senior League next week in the Oscar Trainer competition, so... I'm not going to say we're going to get out of that because we I'm most likely won't. I'm not in the mood to make promises at the moment. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I've happen. broken promises already. I said I'd get out to Moctis today, but I was in. We'll just get that on Twitter. And no shape. Yeah. Um, if you are following us on Twitter, thank you. We hit 250 today. 250 followers at Mixer Podcast. And we're very happy with that. Episode 1 got 150 listens on the Spotify and Apple and all the others that we tried to sign up to this week if you have any more podcasts and services you think we should be on give us a shout at mixer podcast on twitter um we've got a few listeners from around the world someone asked me today if we're on podcast addict no but nice to do some on-air admin (laughs) i said i'd get back to them so if you're listening to this you're obviously not listening on podcast addict (laughs) you are somebody's um pirate but um no we've got a few listeners from around the world that's pretty interesting we've got four people in the uk listening we have two in china two wow. in the netherlands two in canada one in the us who's probably oh, i'm not gonna make a joke sorry look we're not even nah. we're not even five minutes in i'm not gonna go there i will later but i'm not gonna go there yet anyway um yeah no no i'm not got one listener in spain yeah. oh, wow <laughs> one listener in jamaica and one listener down in Australia. So Excellent. If you're listening to us... Imagine listening to us in Jamaica. In Jamaica, you must have nothing better to do. You must think of something else. Since when did they get it? He absolutely downloaded it going, oh yeah, this is obviously something that he's interested in. And then all of a sudden he's getting listen, being told about the UCFL I mean, Premier Division title race. It could be, a, it could be very <laughs> and your nipples. to do down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, yeah, actually, we got a question about my nipples. They are fine. Um, I do have a training top... That the crest isn't great on the inside. You actually got them made. I'm not going to say by who because that's the. I don't want to go slating people on it on air, but um, it's not their fault. The crest is rough on the nipples. You find that especially when it's cold. That you have to turn it inside out sometimes just to make it. My own fault for bringing the nipples into it. I don't know why worse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit long on the nipples. Um, <laughs> so questions on Twitter. We we move swiftly into it. Um. um so. Yeah, so we put out uh, last week, get your uh, questions into us. Um, so we've picked one each. Um, Have we? Just one? One each, yeah. I think we're, we're just going to go one each because then people will keep tweeting us in then that's it, that to on, get to get people to get their questions listened to. That's that on-air admin we're going through again. Nobody told me it was one question each. I've got lots of research done here for... Oh, have you? Well, two. Okay. One was to do with takeaway, so that doesn't really count. I was going to go with the takeaway okay, one. Well, you have that one. Given the state that I'm in at the moment. Because um, Italian United's one. Right, so uh, we had a question in from Castle Celtics Twitter, whoever's the admin, probably forgot to change it to their own personal admin or their personal Twitter page uh, to ask the question. So he asked, uh, what is your takeaway game 
on the way home from the pub. So, Eric, you're on the way home from the pub. Where are you going? Depends what's open, Mick, I'll be honest. I'm right, so we're talking 12 o'clock, everything's open. What's your option? Honestly, I, I'm just, whatever. Get, give me food. I'm happy out. I'm or, chipper. So it has to be chipper for me. I, what I do like is, you know the Domino's app? Yeah, you I know think... when you're debating having another pint or not? Yeah. Like I shouldn't. I got on the Domino's app and I order delivery. And... I think Domino's is the home. most overrated thing out there. Okay, it's a... It's an unpopular it's opinion. I think it's so over it. Anyway, so I go chipper. Uh, I go quarter pounder, just ketchup. I don't like any nonsense on it. Um, chips, goujons, and curry sauce. That's that's a lot of food. It's, I'm on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> the goujons are gone by the time I get home. Do you know what I mean? Like, so. I thought I was bad. But... Um, that's Mick drinking his coffee there, if you can hear that in the mic. Sorry. Thanks for the fidelity I'm, there. That's I'm super. Dead. And uh, the question I was going to answer was Tally United's one, and it was very simple. It was grass or astro. Not a question mark. Didn't bother with any um, punctuation or straight out grass or astro. Um, have you a preference? I would, it would depend on what I'm doing. I seen Tally United play against VEC there the other day, and they were like, they were more comfortable sliding than they were doing anything else. There was so many slide tackles in that game. So it was grass. So what I'd say, if I was playing Tally United, mm. I'd be on the Astro. Kind of messed that up a bit, because they're too comfortable slide tackling. And do you know what? A lot of them are very good slide tackles. So if I'm playing Tally United, and this is a tip for anybody who wants to play Tally United, get them on the Astro. Um, we See, it's hard. So I'm out injured at the moment because of Astro mainly from playing on it all the time another benefit of Astro <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the manager will uh, vouch for that as well um, and it's hip hip flexor or something like that is our place so it adds to all that so you have more injuries than the Astro um, someone asked us about a question to, to as well as Tally United's one um, on the UCFL forum um, whether it was just more this generation not being I guess snowflakes was the term that was used um, about this generation. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty loaded term uh, given what's going on around the internet at the moment. But uh, I could see where he was coming from in his post uh, asking us, like, are we just too soft nowadays just to play on grass and just get on with it and just stop whinging about like games being called off and just. Just stop worrying about people's feelings and that. Like, so. They come up to training and say, "Right, you're you're a defender," and then they're going to get all annoyed. Are you assuming my position? <coughs> just can't can't go down that road. You have to ask them what they want to play. Where, what do you want to do? Um, don't, go, don't go play that role for me. You're you're playing the role that <laughs> you want to do. And if you're not comfortable in the role you're given, you can assign yourself a new role. Is that the way we're going with the, uh, the snowflake thing, or how far are we going to take that? <laughs> I think you're just saying people are wimps nowadays. Just play on the grass and get on with it. You know that kind of way. Um, I think the, the I think it's nice to have on standby if you've the option of a of an astro. Obviously, it it's the preference is obviously playing on it grass. It's us grass last year over the winter months. Yeah, if you can take advantage of it. Yeah, if you can take advantage of it, like if you take advantage of the rules, go well. Listen, we're kicking off at the same time. You have to play us over in our place. And we have an astro. Benefit of that All of a sudden, you've a home game. Played a bit more home games. Yeah, you can all yeah. those north side fixtures kind of swung our way, which is. 
probably shouldn't be admitting that. I won the league anyway, so look. Good luck. I would always look, prefer to play on grass, absolutely. Um, but um, obviously you see the benefits of Astro more games being played. Um, You'd rather play than not play. So, But I would rather watch a game on grass. I'd only ever go to Astro if there was no pitch or it was a tactical move. Personally, I'd rather play and watch a game on grass. Yeah, like I watched the game. Went absolutely, the question. We'll talk about it more later, but we went to the transport club today and it was just... The pitch wasn't great, but it was just proper match on grass and it was just felt authentic grassroots. Yeah, I suppose not. Astro roots. Yeah, 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 exactly. Whatever it's made of. Um, the other question, actually, we'll jump on to one more. Go on. Gaz Shaw, young player slash player of the year or both in the Premier League so far this year. Okay, so I literally only watch Liverpool. So you're going to have to help me here. Who's Who Who have you got listed? Okay, so who are we talking, young player of the year? Young player of the year. So to, to class as a young player, you have to be 23 or under Okay. the season kicks off. Is James Milner 23 or under? Uh, I'm not sure, is he? Okay. He, might throw he, him in there. Might pick if, if he is. Okay, well, I, I picked out four. Right, come on. So Ryan Fraser is 24. Bournemouth. Did you? It's a small Scottish lad. Yeah. Yes. Scoring screamer after screamer until they get Yes. Out. Yeah. And right. Format of all clubs. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're doing well, but you wouldn't expect it. So you might see them at a big club now in the next yacht. That Bournemouth's not a big club, but if you support them, I really couldn't care less. Um. Yeah. Not great. Um. Robertson, twenty-four. Uh. There you go. That's the winner. That's great the answer. Player. He's. That's the answer. Thousand six hundred and forty passes completed. I don't want to hear the other two. That's the answer. Okay, no, I'll like, give you two more. Um, Rashford, 21. Nine goals and six assists for United. And take into, the, take into account that United only started halfway through the season. But why did United only start halfway through the season? Well, look, that's not his fault, is it? Well, it could be. Look, I'm not here pointing listen, fingers at Pogba or anybody, but look. Players didn't get much of a, of a, of a backlash when they started playing all of a sudden when Mourinho was sacked. Well, that's it, yeah. But remember when Le- remember Leicester sacked um, Ranieri, and the back the backlash was against the players; they weren't playing. Didn't seem to happen too much with United and Mourinho, did it? No, but Mourinho is just a nightmare, isn't he? He's yeah. a good manager, but only if you fill him full of money and hope for the best. Yeah, and who's the other one? The last one I had there was Raheem Sterling. Oh yeah, I love Raheem Sterling. I love Raheem Sterling. Uh, I would give it to Raheem Sterling just to piss off the Daily Mail. So I would, I would give it to Raheem Sterling because what, nine assists, twelve goals, thirteen kids. He's flying. <laughs> and players, play <laughs> absolutely nothing that man will pull out. Oh my god! Uh, next was <laughs> who? What was the? What was the other one? That was it. That was it. That was the four. So young player of the year. All right. So then, I would pick. Uh, take the Liverpool hat off I'd give it to Sterling obviously yeah. Yeah. I, would, I would agree with you there and player of the year so far in the Premier League so standout players probably probably Sterling again your man with, uh, uh, you're not getting both Salah no I'm not going to pick him but I just want yeah. to mention playing well see Salah, Salah Salah's had a weird season in the sense that Liverpool have had a weird season that were brilliant but we haven't we're not as eye-catching you would say as last season. Um, you are actually doing something this year in terms of points, though. Would you rather be eye catching or? Oh no, I've seen Liverpool win everything, yeah. <laughs> bar the league. Yeah, so well, okay, I was waiting for the. So um, 
yeah, whatever it takes. I just want to have a point and watch Liverpool lift the trophy. If that's sorry. Yeah, that's all I'm hopefully you'll still be able to lift the glass yourself by the time they get there. <laughs> um. So, uh, who else is in the running? I literally wrote down one person because I was I was heading out today, and this is kind of as far as I got. I just I thought Fernandinho was a good player. It's not mentioned a lot. Oh. He was, he's twenty five appearances this year for City, and he's never been substituted once. Last year he had 34 appearances and he was substituted once. So he's only ever been subbed once in the last two years. And like that's mad because I've never played a game where I started and didn't come off. Yeah. And that's a fact. <laughs> um, nah, not having it. Not for player of the year. No. Okay, who, who would you think then? Uh, who would I think? Jesus, who am I thinking? Jesus. You're probably... <sighs> No, you're probably going. Oh, I got the gag there. Sorry. Uh, I would go down the road more towards. Um, who am I thinking? See, I don't watch enough of other teams. Eric yeah, evidently, sorry. yeah. I've seen this now. You're the first. I could ask. I could ask Mick what his favorite player in the UCFL four division is. It doesn't even exist. That he'd think of something. <laughs> Premier League Player of the Year. Oh, I'm drawing a blank here. I actually am. Rondon. Give Rondon. Me that. Yeah, Rondon. Okay, look. Let's just move on. Um, good talk. <laughs> right, so somebody told us to um, put music in between our segments, and that would involve editing, which is something that we kind of want to stay away from. The last episode, we edited just a little bit at the end just to take out the rumbling from when I stopped talking to actually stop the computer. So there's no editing done during the show, which I kind of want to keep it that way. I want to kind of keep it raw, keep it amateur like the football we're looking at. Absolutely, yeah. So that's um, kind of what we're aiming for. So, if anybody does have any professional touches that they think we should add, yeah, let us know. But we probably aren't going to do it. Yeah, and if you have anything coming up, uh, fundraisers, anything like that, uh, hit us up on the Twitter machine. Send us a DM. Slide into our DMs, and we will um, give you a show. No problem at all. There. If you have anything coming up, oh, we're turning fifty this year. We're having a fundraiser. Anything like that, let us know and we'll uh, we'll promote it. No, no issues there. And remember to hit the subscribe button or the follow button on Spotify and, and give us iTunes. Them four stars on iTunes. We want them four stars. Yes, give us four stars. <laughs> <laughs> and just write something on the reviews. It all helps us because we got to number twenty-seven on on the charts, which was absolutely mad. Yeah, We're ahead of like Ariel Hawani, who's a massive MMA journalist and. Obviously, it's a fairly popular thing now at the moment. Uh, we're ahead of rugby, which is always good. Um, and some other big names, we Brendan Schaub and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit weird seeing our names, our, our podcast name, number 27. But uh, that's thanks to you listening. So, um, four, step, four steps all went down well. Um, did you great reactions. My sister-in-law plays it now to put her kids to sleep. Yeah. Three times she's played it, so she's three of those 150 odd. Well, look, if yeah. our voices help you go to sleep, <laughs> or help your children go to sleep, or help your children go to sleep, you are very welcome. <laughs> and do you know what? It doesn't matter what you use the podcast for, just as long if, as you listen. <laughs> if our voices help your children go to sleep, or go to sleep, like, subscribe, retweet. Um, you can print one of our tweets out, roll it up, and stick it to your letters and your neighbor's letterbox if you want. And just help us out and get the name out there. Just talk about Twitter for a second here. The, when you like a tweet it means absolutely nothing it's it's just for the ego we need retweets because your re- retweets now in the way you're, the way the algorithms work on twitter basically if you follow someone that you, you you'll see in your twitter timeline that you'll see tweets from people you don't even follow 
that's because people are retweeting. So retweet, not like uh, I push that a lot on the UCFL Twitter that I run. Um, we're trying to promote Shameless the UCFL. There. <laughs> we're trying to promote the leagues. So and we're trying to promote the podcast. So appreciate the likes, but they're more for our ego more than anything. And you don't want us getting big egos at all. Uh, so retweets, please, will be uh, more so than that. So what's what's up next? I you wanted to talk about the big news Irish football uh, during the week. The one we can't avoid. Yeah, go on. So I suppose we better talk about it. We'll give it a little bit of a few minutes because again, we're trying to keep it as relaxed and yeah, grassroots so as much as possible. But I'm after writing. Look at these notes, Damien Rice. Damien Rice has gone to England. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Damien Rice and Marty Park once before. He was very good. Yeah, uh, so I genuinely wrote Damien there. Look, you see it. Yeah. Like, uh, ah, look, Declan Rice gone to England. Yeah, listen. After playing underage with Ireland. Now, he was born in Birmingham, so he's an English lad. Yes. Probably thought he wasn't going to get a game in England. Came over, played with us. Realised yeah. he got decent. Could have a shout in the England team. The England team are obviously, well, not obviously. Oh, God, I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Um, the England team generally tend to do better than the Ireland team. The English team are obviously better than the Irish team. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Well, look, you said it. That's Mick said that, not me. Um, they're a great side. They made it to the quarters of the Euros and then Croatia smashed them. It was super. Semi-final, wasn't it? Semi-final, was it? Semi-final of the World Cup, oh, wasn't it? Look, was it, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. But I remember there was a there was a two-week Not only did you get the we stage all... wrong, you got the actual competition wrong. I didn't write that bit down. I just know Croatia beat them and I was in the wool shed for it and I was very, very happy because... It was a two-week period where I was terrified that the English English were going to win the World Cup. And at that point, they would have just flew to the Brexit, locked the trophy up, and never talked to anybody again. Just closed the borders, the whole lot. Thanks, Peter Jesus. No, um, listen, it's 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 a bit of a kick in the teeth. Um, you see him scoring a last-minute winner for the under-21s in Tallis Stadium, running to the corner, kissing the badge, for kissing the Irish badge. Um, you know, then March... Hope we got a cold sore off it. March last year, um, he's at the Sportswriters Awards saying, I wouldn't be here if I wouldn't want to play for Ireland. Then the summer happens. I think the summer is massive. I think England doing well is massive. I don't think it's mainly down to, I saw people saying, oh, you know, he's doing well now. You know that kind of way. He's, he's, he's looking at the money and stuff like that that he can make with England. I think, first of all, he's English. Yeah, that's so there's number one and then you see this whole it's coming home thing it, the social media work was unbelievable from England during the summer like the, they had probably the best football song ever come back as well the Badil and Skinner and the Lightning Seeds um, so you've that you've that whole thing you've the media playing up to them oh jeez we're playing darts with the players and all it's great and everything like that you've Selke who's annoyingly likeable Um so you've all that going on and then you've all of a sudden then the new season starts um, it's the fella in charge of the country that you know you'd played under age for who's the fella who's managing the senior team for some reason won't call you up I would like not to get into the whole Martin O'Neill discussion because what a waste of time that was for the last two years um, so I think Martin O'Neill should probably just call him up but like he starts playing well for West Ham um, he's a massive West Ham fan by the sounds of things he's talking about becoming a West Ham legend 
he's in a pub after the Arsenal. I did this video doing the rounds on Twitter. He's in a pub after one of the games, and real Cockney accent. And I'm going, Irons, Irons, Irons. You can't walk into that pub and go, all right, lads, I'm captain of Ireland. By the way, do you know what I'm going It's. I think it's all a statement said it all. He's a proud Englishman. They were the words. So, isn't it's kicking the teeth from that perspective, but. It's also a product of the FAI concentrating on, not concentrating, I should say, for the past few years on developing our own Declan Rice's. Instead of plucking them and going, can you play for us? Do you have an Irish granny there? Would you, like, if we, can we just make some of our own here? Would that be all right? Like, yeah, can so you put some money into it? Could have played for us. We've got Jack Grealish. He, um, he's from English. Birmingham. Actually, Jesus, Declan Rice not, might not be from Birmingham. Let's Don't go back there. No, let's go back. Jack Grealish is from Birmingham. Yeah. It's probably, I got mixed up there. Don't know where Jack Grealish is from. Or not Jack Grealish. Don't know where Declan Rice is from. Quite frankly, couldn't give a shit. <laughs> Jack Grealish from Birmingham. He's a Brit. Bit of a prick <clears> now, isn't he? But your luck. He's very good. Michael Keane. Hull. Michael Keane. Yeah, so he played at, um, his dad's from Dublin. He had an argument with Paul Doolan. Left. Declared for England. Okay. He has a twin brother, Will. So if he comes decent. Michael Keane, Everton. Yeah, he's brutal. We know we're not. We know we're not flushed yeah. for centre half. We're not. We're not flushed he's for anything at the He's he's a player who's. He, he's was, not he was at Hull, was he before Everton? Hull and then signed for Everton. Yeah, I believe. I'm pit behind there. Look, was a, Everton. Yeah, Everton. Yeah, Everton. Everton was written a while ago. Everton are relevant, so you're right. <laughs> well, and we could have had Colin Wilson. Um, he had a link to Ireland but obviously no interest and then an intro, interest but why, why we don't need to like, concentrate on getting our own players yeah, we don't have to Mick we want to kind of make do if we, we can wrap a few players in while we're working behind the scenes to get a few lads that can kick a ball yes but I understand that but like they're, they're turning us down <laughs> yeah well Mark Noble actually turned us down well he's, he's Mr Brexit do you know what I mean like, yeah but just... the, the reason he gave I thought it was actually fairly noble excuse the pun oh, very good. what he said was um he w- wouldn't feel right from taking that privilege away from another player. Maybe he should have had a chat with Declan Rice. <laughs> yeah, he could have. That's what he said. He said he didn't want to sign for Ireland because he's not. He wasn't so hell bent on the idea. He's not a proud Irish man. So why would he take away? That yeah, from, yeah. Listen, that it's from another Irish it's man who would want to play for the country. He wouldn't want to take the honour away. Position to take. Uh, so fair yeah. play to him, Mark Noble. Yeah, I think we just the FAO need to, now. I think they have started with the under thirteen League of Ireland leagues, the fifteens, uh, seventeens, and nineteens. They're trying now, but we're not going to see that for another ten years. Do you know what I mean? The the fruits of that. Yeah. Um. So it's a product of the mismanagement of the FAO. Um. It's going to keep happening for a while, but listen. Hopefully, um. A good news we had a. Under nineteen, um, Irish player. His name escapes me at the moment. But he's in the squad for Inter Milan on Thursday for the Europa League game. So listen, it's not all doom and gloom. There's people there that want to play for us um, from Ireland. Do you know what I'm going to You can't begrudge him. He, he completely understands the situation uh, in the sense that he's English. He's one of he's one of the best. There's your young player of the year, maybe. Declan Rice. Yeah, well, I wasn't putting him on the list. Do you know what I mean? Like, I pro- he's it, definitely in the sh- in in the running at the moment. Um, but listen, I can understand where he's coming from. He's English, wants to play for England. It's they're doing well. They're going to be doing well. Yeah. So and he'll the, get his game. Eric Dyer. Like, come on. The which one? 
Eric Dyer. Actually, I genuinely seen, and this is, I think it was, it was only a day after he saw, he declared for England, a screenshot on Facebook, a potential England 11. Oh, yeah. And he was in it already. Yeah, there you go. Beside Deli Ali. So, I ah, hope he sits on the bench. Not bitter. But look, what can you do? Um, a club doing it right on the Irish front is Cherry Orchard. Okay. Just got a new director of football in, Aaron Callahan. Ah, yes. 40 years experience in the football industry. He was with Athlone last year. He was Athlone a manager was a at shambles last year. Athlone, Not down to him. I believe he was in managing roles at Dundalk, Athlone, Longford, Pats, Waterford and Carrick Rangers. Yeah. He played with Stoke, Oldham, Crew Alexandra and Preston North End. 400 games in England he played. Yeah, great experience to have. Um, very good idea. He also um, played with Chelsea and Pats. You mentioned the Irish clubs there yeah. and he played up north a bit as well. So he's going to be looking after the... The yeah, underage boys um, and girl teams down in Orchard. His boys team were very good, very uh, at times during when he was there. That's not too long ago. Um, they obviously petered off if he's not there now. Do you know what I mean? So um, yeah, listen, it's good to see Irish teams taking that kind of model on, having a director of football. Do you know, um, it's it leaves then the manager of the senior team to manage. Do you know what I mean? You know yourself running a club. All the bits and bobs that has to go on with it. Like if you're managing then twenty two lads as well, having to massage their egos and tell them, promise them they're gonna play when you know they're not. You know that kind of way. It's just it's Definitely too much. Not the receiver end of that anyway. <laughs> we're gonna need you the weekend. Yeah, we're gonna need you. Big roll, big roll. And you, you rock up in your boots, your shin guards and socks, handed twenty bottles. Go find a tap. <laughs> I meant get me a roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's. Good. Uh, another thing then moving on with the Leinster Senior League. Um, so we have Bluebell. Bluebell obviously playing in the uh, Senior Division. Bluebell United. They travelled down to Cork this weekend to face Middleton. Um, they're the Munster Senior League champions. So the equivalent of obviously. Whiskey. Is it? Middleton, very rare, no? Never, never, no whiskey man. Uh, proper whiskey. Football, so. um, Always drink responsibly. There are other whiskies available. Um, so yeah, most of senior league champions. Um, so spoke to um, Bluebell's left full yesterday, last night. Uh, both of us had a few drinks on us. I slid into his DMs, asked him how it went on. Spoke to uh, Luke McWilliams last night. He said the conditions were tough down there, uh, very windy. Um, but delighted to get the win. The winner was scored by Gary Seary. Uh, so according to Middleton's Facebook, uh, game looked destined for penalties. Uh, both sides pretty much cancelled each other out. Barely a chance to speak of in the first forty-five minutes for either side. James McCarthy of Middleton had a glorious chance in early in the second half to go one up, but fluffed his lines. Uh, according to Middleton, Bluebell still struggled to create an opening. And the game looked destined for extra time and possibly penalties, but uh, Bluebell broke quickly and scored an excellent individual goal with five minutes to go by Gary Seary. So, obviously, it was too late for Middleton then to make anything up for it. So, what happens next then is, sorry, that cup was in the EA Sports Cup. So, they move into a regional draw now um, against with the Ulster champions. And so, that's 12 teams in this regional draw. Bluebell United, the Ulster champions, and the 10... Uh, League of Ireland first division teams so you've got the likes of Shelbourne Galway United Cove Ramblers so um, sweet draw yes it'd be nice to get a home draw because 
the facilities out in Bluebell are absolutely brilliant. Um, bit of a nightmare in regards to parking. You can park at the Red Cow and get this, um, go over on the um, what are they called? The bridge. The, the Lewis. <laughs> oh, the high rise yoke. High rise. Um, what are you talking about? It's a football podcast. Yeah. We're not constructing anything here. Um, <laughs> back to Bluebell's facilities. They're brilliant. Talking about a bridge. They're brilliant. Um, they have a stand and everything there, and it's really professional. You can have like they have a bar as well. Yes, I actually believe this, or believe it not, I DJ'd a twenty-first in Bluebell a couple hey, of years yo. back, and if that was your twenty-first, I sincerely apologise. Um, I still remember um, I was doing the twenty-one kisses. I've never, I've never actually done this before. And it got to the twenty-first kiss, and I kind of, I thought it was his girlfriend. Oh. So, he got the twenty-first kiss, and me on the mic said, "I'll give him a real kiss." To which she responded, "I'm his effing mother." Oh, very good. You know that genuinely happened, (laughs) and I was mortified, absolutely mortified. But um, (laughs) sure enough. Um, if you had a kiss, I could have recorded it and stuck it on the internet and got a fair few hits. So, but great facilities. Yeah, great facilities <laughs> out there. It was a lovely room. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Was... So, <laughs> it very good place to go watch your football. So, um, highly recommend it if you get before the season goes out or before the season ends. Go out and have a look at Bluebell United's facilities uh, in Bluebell's division. So Wednesday, just gone. Moctis had their game in hand. Eric. Who did they play? Played Sorry. Swords Wednesday night. Oh, okay, and they won 2 0. Finished up 2 0. Goals from Sean Bourne and McDaly. Okay, so that kind of brought them back into things in regards to the title race. Uh, that was their game in hand, which they had, uh, or one of their games in hand, uh, which they had over Crumlin and Colester, Tony Kearney and Bluebell United, who are all on 15 games played. Crumlin were top before today's action on 37 points. Colester, Dunny Carney were on uh, 32 points. And Moctis travelled to Colester, Dunny Carney, and unfortunately uh, they were beaten by Colester, Dunny Carney. Uh, John Brophy goal was enough to beat Moctis. Um, followed that game on the St. Moctis Twitter, which is hands down the best page on Twitter uh, if you're following. Their updates are absolutely brilliant. They've images of everything they've gifts they've the works um really really good work from from the Moctis lads so appreciate um the clubs keeping us up to date with their twitter uh Colester has four tweets about the game they're top they're top in the senior division probably the best division in the country they're challenging for the league and they've four tweets or something like that and uh, not great but it's I'm sure listen it's yeah it's a missed opportunity but listen we don't know what's going on they it's me and you run Twitter pages. There, it's tough. Like we're easily forgotten about. Yeah. They are. Um, so that um, kind of oh, would you? What would you say? It's probably a two horse race now. Because Crumlin won today. Uh, they beat Newbridge Town at home. So shout out to Newbridge Town again. Twitter uh, updates were absolutely brilliant. Um, but unfortunately, they were beaten four nil uh, by Crumlin. Um, Jake Donnelly, former Shells player, watched him a few times for Shelburne, uh, scored a hat-trick today. Um, he has eight goals in his last three games. 
and the pick of the bunch was a beautiful free kick which you can get on his Twitter page we'll tweet it out later uh, when the show goes out and he scored a hat-trick today 8 goals in his last 3 games for Crumlin Alan McGreal grabbed the other one again Crumlin top of the division best division in the country they tweeted about the result and the goal scorers 3 hours after the match what, what do you say listen it, again I don't know what's going on uh, the fellow who does their Twitter probably wasn't there today it's, he could have been scoring a hat-trick he could have been uh, Jake's very active on Twitter especially when he scores so <laughs> uh, he won't mind me saying that um, a nice thing about the the LSL is the hashtag LSL live score very good yeah. that works across it's a really the, good idea yeah now I've actually started this with the Albury page the weekend UCFL live score and um, they actually got very active in both their games because there was a lot of goals um, not for us but we'll get back into that in a few minutes but yeah LSL live score one of your tweets was, was get the abacus out yeah we've yeah. look they were anyway. tough to follow tough to watch but <laughs> we'll get into them in a few minutes um, but yeah you, the LSL live score and then why, why don't we try get people out there anybody that runs a, a UCFL team Twitter try and be a bit more active with goals and use the hashtag UCFL live score why not um, can't hurt yeah um, so today then I went to drag myself a, out of bed, some, well, I wasn't in bed, I was lying on the couch, um, entertaining my daughter by letting her paint my nails, and etc. So, um, lovely, by the way. Thanks, man. Uh, so, I went to watch Big Derby in the Albert Walsh Cup, uh, it's the Senior League Cup. Uh, Transport FC were playing Larkview Boys. Um, it was a good game. Um, so... I went to school with their captain and transports captain Gary Shaw. Uh, I had a few words with him after the game. Just didn't record anything, but just kind of texting and that. And um, really good. Uh, one of my first memories is actually going down to the transport club to watch football. Uh, it's in much better nick now. Uh, I remember, like, so you've it's kind of similar to Bluebell in the sense of the layout. So you have defence around the pitch, and then you've kind of warm up areas for both teams either side of the pitch and um when i was growing the first time i went there to watch me dad play football um that wasn't there it was really high grass it was the worst place to play watch football because you couldn't play it while you're pretending to watch your dad play so uh yeah big cup game it was a derby dublin 12 derby so transport set up for the back they have kind of what would you say four or five one ish um, but they had a lot of link-up play between their midfield players um, the likes of um, so you had uh, Troy Stedman uh, number 8 for the home team was very good I found out after the match he's only 16 playing senior football he was and I had him in the contention for a man of the match and then their captain got back to me and was like, he was like 16 I was like alright so even more impressive by uh, impressed by the display after finding how how old he was, it was just ridiculous. So, um, like we set up similar, and their number ten, Gavin Harrison, he was the striker front with I think my favourite player of all time, and I only saw him today, Stephen O'Connor, uh, number nine for Lackview boys. We're talking who's the fella off Wimbledon? I can find with. I can find with. Oh, the the tank, like yeah. We're talking that we're talking similar size, uh, not as much muscle, but he was unbelievable on the ball. Brilliant, like wand of a left foot, like really, really good. And 
they actually couldn't live with him in the first half. It was just mesmerising to watch this fella just running around the field, winning everything, it's, getting on the ball, one it twos, is, it giving is goals. Difficult when you have the best part of a Kia Picanto running that field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Larkview started. Uh, I clapped. Larkview started the better. Uh, they most of the ball. Um, you could see transport kind of getting annoyed with each other. The instructions from the side from the manager was use the wings, keep it on the deck. But I think transport got in once. A lovely ball from from the captain Gary Shaw over the top uh, in the first minute, and um, it was striker Rossiter who first time volley, Soifo volley, probably should have scored. Um, and because they got success with that straight away, they kind of kept to it. Uh, a few minutes later then Transport had a corner it was cleared uh, by the uh, uh, who was it cleared by it was cleared by centre half from Larkview boys number 5 he was excellent all day uh, his name was Niall Kyo. he was very good I have to say so he cleared it came to the man of the first half which was Stephen O'Connor our big man our big friend so lovely ball over the top found Gavin Harrison they had a bit of a breakaway they had men over it was 4v3 he laid it off to the right then to Connor Cragen, who was on the overlap, lap, clipped it to the back post for the left full. Dino Kelly, very similar to Andy Robertson style, up and down all day. Left footed volley first time, gorgeous, gorgeous goal. Um, so they were 1 0 up. So he starts to tweet about it, my hands are freezing. I look up and um, this this young fella, uh, Troy Stedman's on this mazy run. He's beaten, he's. I look up and you can see that he's already beaten probably two players beats a third he's one on one with the goalkeeper and just slides under his legs straight away 90 seconds later it's one all so that was kind of I guess would you say it was against the run of the play you probably would um, transport I don't think were themselves in the first half like they're top of the um, they're top of Premier Sunday or sorry, second in Premier Sunday, just behind Cabantilli, they have a game in hand, whereas Larkview are struggling at the bottom uh, of the division below, so maybe a bit of complacency from Transport, so Larkview, um, just before half-time, probably should have went 2-1 up, um, they two great chances, uh, Connor Craigenshaw was going miles wide, and hit the striker Harrison, who was in the six-yard box, like real cold stingy shit you know one of those and it, oh, you know and you're nearly crying and it trickled wide as well so volleyed off you and then doesn't go in one of those ones not great and then after that uh, lovely ball over the top Harrison was in again he rounded the keeper took a slightly wide just first touch wasn't great and it was a fairly tame shot as he's fallen over and that was clear, cleared off the line by Ryan Fitzgerald so it was one all half time uh, second half straight away down to 10 men transports so I was thinking to myself game over here Larkview much better should have been 2 or 3 three one up uh, after the f- in the first half and then transport go okay man sent off Robert Emma sent off his first yellow I looked up and he was getting yellow I think it was for um, Milton in the first half and then the second yellow was deserved like clean your man out absolutely referee was very good I thought today uh, Chris Daly uh, just for the excellent. record Mick is actually sitting here in a referee's jumper so <laughs> believe absolutely Hope nothing he says about the ref the no, ref could have been awful today no mass no mass uh, so as soon as um, so the management team deserve huge credit from Transport they made a soap straight away number 12 came on Glenn Daly and I was very impressed with him when he came on couldn't sure things up 
gave a bit of shape. Um, so again, that that man, that boy again, number six, number eight, Troy Stedman. Remember the name. Um, he was on a mazy run, and David Walton off Larkview boys took him down. City fell, give away the free kick, and um, then the free kick. We know the free kick. It's two one. It's all over the Twitter page. If you're not on Twitter at Mixer Podcast, I was lucky enough to get a Twitter or lucky enough to get a video of the free kick going in top corner from um, Rossiter. A uh, really good free kick. So that was two one. Larkview weren't in it at all then. Big man wasn't in it. Don't know where he went. He went missing. Well, like he was on the pitch, like I could see him. Um, but they uh, just couldn't. They. What is it about football when you go down to ten men and you just start playing? But I just don't understand how it works. That with a certain team in the division two, I think they're more used to. Actually, sure, I'll name them. Than Shockland use. They're more comfortable playing. I'd say they spent more minutes playing with. Less than eleven than they have with eleven. It's weird. I just don't they just, understand. When they get to ten, they just turn on. It's like, look, it's too easy with eleven. We're going to drop to ten and give it socks. Transport was just so much better with ten men, and Larkview just couldn't. It was all disjointed. They couldn't hold it up up front. They weren't getting in behind, and uh, the back line was very good. Um, I mentioned uh, Ryan Fitzgerald already. Dwayne Kelly, number four, was very good, and obviously skipper Gary Shaw. Dean Fallon was good as well. Right full back. So they, they upped their game in the second half. I have to say, Transport, I was really impressed with them in the second half. Probably their, the difference in the table showed. Um, so Troy Stedman went close with a shot, but um, it was game over when um, a long kick out from Kinsley was the goalkeeper from um, from Transport. Uh, bounced over the last defender for Larkview. Shane Steins runs in. Lovely little finish, 3 1. And better team won. Subs that were made by Transport were very impressive. They made a difference. The subs that Larfi made actually made them worse in that sense. Um, so they're obviously not blessed. A couple of boys arrived late. So I was there at 20 to 20 minutes before kickoff, and Larfi had one or two still arriving. They only had three subs on the bench. Lark- what time was this? Two o'clock. Ah, oh, come on, lads. I think I think they were stuck for numbers. I think they might have had people from the second team playing for them so um, better team won yeah cup game oh, a few bangers was there <laughs> <laughs> well listen it doesn't matter now they won so uh, I do have to mention unfortunately uh, it's one of the worst misses I've ever seen uh, for Larkview at the end so ball broke down the left cross came in wide open um, number 5 for Larkview uh, Kyo Niall Kyo again getting a mention Um Hit it straight at the keeper. It was a good save. It really was a good save. And then to the right of him was Harrison. So the ball fell to Harrison. And open goal, wide open. He's on the right-hand side of the six-yard box. And he puts a wide, literally, doesn't probably two yards wide to the left. So he missed the whole goal. Um, but really impressed with transport in the second half. As I said, Troy Stedman, really good, really good. For a 16 year old, uh, Christopher Forrester, his goal was absolutely superb. He was a pain in the arse for <laughs> transport all day. It's exactly how I describe him. Now, he used to play for Larkview Boys. Um, he played there for a few years. Now, transport, speaking to Gary there today, um, basically, they hadn't got a team for years. Um, 
So Gary himself, a few lads set up the team, set up the team with a three-year plan to get to intermediate. So three promotions and they're in intermediate. It's not an unrealistic plan uh, at the moment. As I mentioned, they're second in Premier Sunday. Um, they have a game in hand over league leaders Cavantili and they're only a point behind. Very family-oriented um, team. Their kids were like all the kids were upstairs watching the match, like because you can look out from the bar onto the pitch. Lovely setup. They're all all the kids are in the transport gear. It's really really good. Really nice setup. Um, so hopefully get out there again. We'll have a chat with the lads and really good game. It was very cold. Um, just the standard of tweets I think deteriorated very much so in the second it was a sunny day and I kept standing in shade I don't know what was going on I was like what am I doing could you this? not stand in the bar and watch the match in the bar is that not an option I could not look at another alcoholic beverage after the night I think night. I might go to the next pool belt <laughs> I think um, get the Lewis up cross the bridge yeah bring yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. a few beers watch the game hilarious. What? I think it's a high rise. Yeah, I think it's what okay, people okay. call it. Here, at, at Mixer Podcast on Twitter. Is it a high Tackling rise or is it a bridge? Ah, people know what I'm talking about. You park at the Red Cow and you go up the oak, up the stairs and across the bridge. Ah, I see you call it a bridge there. Yeah, look, it is what it is. So uh, I'm going to head down to Bluebell game. I can have a beer, watch the game and not freeze my fingers off. So that's that's really all So that's where we are with the Leicester Senior League. We got to a game. We're going to try to keep getting the games. We're not going to make any promises. But listen, we're here to talk about your games. We're here to talk about yous. Yous are the ones playing. Yous are the ones listening. So if you have a big game coming up during the week, you might have missed the fixtures. Like Gary texted me during the week and said, listen, that's a big game. Big derby. Come out. And I said, Grant, yeah, worth going out. Uh, really enjoyed my experience. So thanks to the lads at Transport Club for having us. Probably get down for the next round of the cup if you're at home. Um, but we will try to branch out and see as many different clubs as possible. So if... We've missed something in the lower section of the Leinster Senior League. Saturday or Sunday, throw us a DM in the, in the, on, on the podcast or on the Twitter and we'll get out to the game. Uh, Eric, you went to see... So last week you said you wanted to go see Tally United. Yeah. And I, so yesterday I you went to see Tally United. Yeah. I promise, yeah. <laughs> um, we won't talk about the two other games I've seen. But they're not. I will have to. We'll, but have we'll, to we'll, we'll, we'll do Tally United first, get that out yes. of the way. And then we'll... We'll, um, yeah, we'll kind of changes with because we're going into UCFL now. So kind of yeah, t- tell me about Tally United. How right, what so like? Tally United VEC Cup game. So this was the MMI Cup. Yeah, which VEC, is between the, the Division League Two ahead. and Division Three teams. Yeah, so VEC actually they VEC seconds VEC seconds in Division Two will be challenging us for. Well, <laughs> title. There's sort of four points behind all. Much after I see, what I see in the weekend, Nick. I'll be honest. Leave it out, yeah. And I won't leave it out at all. It was um, it was a very poor performance from the. So Tally United, <laughs> Tally United. So Tally United Division Three. They are currently on twenty-seven points in third position, with two games in hand over the team in second, which is Dynamo Ridgewood. And we have Castle Celtic in first place with thirty-one points. Both uh, both Castle and Tala are on eleven games. So they've got two games at hand over the seconds. So it's two horse race. It's a two horse race, and the interesting thing about Castle and Tala is they haven't played each other yet. Yeah, so they've two two games against each other in the league. Huge, huge games. Yeah. Um, both of them. I was looking through a few of the results that was interesting. Both of them beat River Valley Rangers ten nil, one week after another. So shout out to River Valley River Valley Rangers for sticking around. They're on fifteen games played, fifteen games lost. 
Yeah, so River Valley Rangers are like the equivalent of you playing FIFA and going four 0 down at half time and not quitting. Fair play to anybody that can do that because if I go two three down, it's before half time, or even if I'm two down, I can deal with two. <laughs> if I go three down in the 80th minute, I'm out. I am leaving that game. So fair play to River Valley Rangers for taking twenty in two weeks and sticking around. Sticking by, you'll um, most likely be down in the Division Three A next year. So we'll talk to you then. But um, back to Tally United. So I came up again as I do five six minutes late, just as the first goal went in for Tala. Ball they scored that early, did they? Wow. The, yeah, they, they, got, they got a very early one in ball came off the crossbar and then it was headed home 1-0 and after that like Tally and I just wanted everything they are a team that just want that football if they don't want the ball they are going to slide in for you they will not let you have the ball they want to play football it, they were a great side to watch um, they went two up before half time and VEC just weren't they weren't in it at all they had a couple of chances they might have deserved a goal in the first half mm. but they just kept hitting it wide not clinical up top you said they were missing one of their yeah, strikers yeah so Sam Jackson is their is the top goal scorer in the VEC club so that would include the Premier Division team as well who will have a very prolific goal scorer in um, Aiden Highland uh, but, but Sam is actually on more goals than he is so obviously a big miss if Judging from what you're saying. Yeah, well, they couldn't... I think they got... I was counting, I think, they had four or five overs in the first half. They just could not keep the ball down. Um, well, the Tally United striker in the first half, Dylan Kelly, was chasing everything down. He yeah. was... He wouldn't let the ball go. So he was chasing across all the defenders, sliding in, would not give them a second. They were just hungry and hungry, and it was great to watch. Um, Tune up at half-time cruising I thought but mm. the United lads did not look complacent at all very good um, their coach on the sideline Jamie Purcell yes it was close enough Jamie, to yeah. hear the stuff he was saying to them and spot on great at reading the game and I know he's listening so fair play to you Jamie it was what it was um, great to talk very positive to all the players and their manager Nyland as well all the players coming off all positivity it was great to see yeah um, Dylan Kelly then the second half got a booking from well, he was tackled first. Late challenge in from their number five who came on as a sub. Um, start losing the head then a little bit. Who did? Uh, Dylan Kelly did. Did he? Yeah. Striker. He got kicked. He got a yellow card himself then for kicking out stupidly, absolutely stupidly at one of their players. And fair play to the lads on the sideline. Got behind them and calmed them down and very good. Kept them in the game. Yeah. So that was good to see. Three 0 up then from a corner. So sorry, I go through the goals against. The first goal was off the crossbar, headed home. Second goal was a poor clearance from a corner from VEC. Yeah. Dropped. Just slotted home. Slotted home from where? Poor clearance, edge of the box. <laughs> slotted home. Not a great goal, but they all count. Yeah. Third goal was Baxter, free header from a corner. Right. And then the fourth goal was a peach. Was it? Yeah, oh, it was a peach. It was in the dying minutes of the game. The the kind of goal that would give your eyeballs a horn, Mick. It was beautiful. <laughs> and then um, cut it. So mm. another four clearance from VEC. Ball edge of the box. Caught it sweetly. Top corner keeper had no chance. And that was it. Was just a nice way to end the game. Yeah. And it was a great win for Tally United. So they're in the semi final now. Yeah, very very impressed with them. They are still unbeaten in all UCFL competitions. So still unbeaten in the league. They've yet to lose a game in any of the cup games. So they're in 
uh, the court obviously now in the semi-final of the um, MMI Cup. They're also in, I believe, the quarter-final then of the what's it called Sydney Bedlow Cup uh, against Riverside United. So that's coming up next weekend for them. So next Saturday they're playing Riverside United. That's a chance to get into another semi-final. And then you've got the Challenge Cup. So the Challenge Cup is, as we know, the flagship tournament, uh, we'd call it. So they have a tough one in that. So they have the VC first team, Premier Division, or Liberties in the Premier Division. So two tough sides. So would VC and Liberties have to play each other uh, in, in um, the last 16. And the winner of that will be away to Tally United. So Tally United at home to a Premier Team. I'm sure they'll get a big crowd and they'll relish that. Um, Probably be down to watch that myself. Speaking of the Challenge Cup, um, I know just before we jump off there, oh yeah, I would on, like sorry. to mention we were watching the match. Um, well, I was watching the match on Saturday, mm-hmm. and standing there beside the pitch, VEC seconds. The next pitch over, um, Beach Park and VEC firsts. Yeah, and that blows up about halfway through the Tally United VEC seconds game, and I was expecting a lot of them to come over. And yeah, cheer on the seconds. As you would, yeah. And that didn't happen. We might have had three or four people that came back in after they went in for the team talk, but no. The rugby on. (laughs) There might have been rugby on. I don't follow rugby, but I think the boys of VC would be partial to a bit of rugby. That's very generalistic statement. The boys in VC make. What are you trying to say? They're posh. They're posh. (laughs) (laughs) Posh people love rugby, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. So yeah, more about general sweetness. Yeah, it's not good. Where's the where's the close spirit there? There's no. Yeah, listen. You don't know what's. There might have been something on or something. You know what I mean. You don't want to make it a massive assumption, but yeah, it doesn't look good. It looks terrible, is is how it looks. I wouldn't even, wouldn't be nice enough to say not good. I'd say it looked terrible. That the mm. whole, everybody on the sideline just left, took the nets down and left. Nobody came over to watch the seconds. Now, in fairness, there wasn't much to watch. They were dead in the water at this point, as far as I was concerned. But yeah, just wasn't poor. It just, poor just, final just was poor. Yeah, yeah. It, there's no, there's no need for that. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. Um, I'd be a big advocate of. One club, one team, all that kind of stuff. So, I will mention though, Tally United. Yeah. Ironically named. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I see where you're getting at there. Tally United um, came from a split. Yeah. In the Melrose team. Right. Um. Actually, Jamie Purcell, he played with us, and then he yes. went to Melrose. Yes. Scored against us then. Fair play to you, Jamie. It was a cracker. Um. Then there was a disagreement. Okay. And there was a split. So the split formed Tally United. So Isn't that a good thing about football though? You can just go off and start a club with your mates. Yeah, no, it is. Do you know what I mean? Look at them now. He's and yeah, they're, they're flying. So and they took, um, to be fair to him, like Jamie would have worked with who we spoke about last week, James Claffey. He would have uh, be close there. So I'm not surprised about the positivity and the fact he's able to read the game. Very, very good coach. So, uh, so he left like, a few people I can think of that were in Melrose that left with Jamie, with Jamie Purcell were... Adam Nyland, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Fairly good goalkeeper, I'd rate him. And his dad is the manager. He has a first name. Not a, not sure what it is, but his second name is also Nyland. His dad managed our Is it John? Could be John. Could be John, but uh, uh, I dived against him three or four times <laughs> a couple of years ago. We were playing for Aubrey against Melrose and he was having none of it. I won a penalty though. Yeah, he looks so, he looks a little bit like Doc out of Back to the Future. He looks like Jimmy Bullard. Ah, G- oh, look at that, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Bullard. Yeah, like it's gonna come back to us now, surely. Yeah, and um, the defender the for the the former Melrose captain Jamie Murray as well. Good player. Yeah, very yeah, solid really good player. again. He was very good. 
um, always seems to be consistent and he's not much of a mouth so it's good to have someone like that on your back line yes um, so that was a good win um, so elsewhere in cup competitions we had in the challenge cup and we need to mention a division 2 team beating the premier team 2-1 uh, especially the division 2 team being away from home so Dunshock and Utes went to Arthur Griffith Park to play Arthur Griffith Park and uh, who are in the Premier Division and Dunshock and won 2 1. It's a good win. And a bit of handbags at the end, apparently. Game, I wouldn't be surprised with Dunshock. Game was abandoned. Game was abandoned, abandoned. on 88th minute. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but it was a good result. That's not the first time they've had a game abandoned, I'd say this month. No. Maybe last month. Could have been last month. Yeah, uh, it's early in February. Like, so what is the story with well, Dunshock? Honestly, not is, it like, is it the me there or something that they just get wound up? We spoke about my. Feelings on people outside of the last week, so it's ridiculous. Don't want to keep going on here. They, they could not just be happy to use their 4G signal and stuff and <laughs> just enjoy themselves. Bit of broadband, huh? Come on, come down here, do all the download you need to do, and then back to the sticks with you and light your candles and sit in the dark and read a book, whatever you want. Yeah, so a good result. Uh, I don't want to go down the road of, of slaughtering teams, but a good result, and whatever happens there, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, I'm, on, I'm only slaughtering them because I know that they're not listening. It would, unless they've downloaded it in Dublin and brought it home to listen to very unlikely yeah um, I would I would highly doubt it so so if you're front on Shockland I do not apologise so we'll just move on so then uh, another I guess we talk about Friday night um, in the Challenge Cup as well we had another Division 2 team going up against the Premier Division team wasn't as successful for the Division 2 team that time and what team uh, was that Mick? that was our team Oldbury's first team so uh, I was giving it loads on my Instagram there during the week about castles that we were going to, that we were looking forward to the game. Let's just say that. So we played with nine of the starting eleven, I think. Uh, Fionn Fitzpatrick, who was rightful number four, right of the fella. Oh yeah, he was out. Yeah, yeah. he good, good so player. like yeah, very good friends. So, obviously, it's a bit of back and forth. Uh, I owe a lot of points now because we were slaughtered 6-1. Uh, yeah, it was... It was. Um, what did you think yourself? I, I, obviously, I'm helping out now. I would say assistant to the manager. Any uh, office fans there will get that. But what would you What would you think yourself? What, uh, what, what was your takeaway from the game? I... Start with the first half. I, the, I, was, well, I, only, I was only there for the first half, mate. Oh. Believe it or not. So. <laughs> and do you know what else I did? Do you know what else I did? Go on. I arrived late. Late, you arrived late. Yeah, I I arrived late because I went to the chipper. I was actually there early. What did you get in the chair? (laughs) (laughs) You're not but consistent. I'll give you that. Genuinely, I was there on time and then I said, look, there's a chipper down the road. So how many goals did you see? I seen one... Was it three little half time? Yeah, there you go. Come on, see you saw them all. Right, so... I wish I hadn't. (laughs) (laughs) What was your takeaway from it? Well, the takeaway was from the chipper. Very good. So that was that was good. She laced them with salt and vinegar and just that they were soggy. It wasn't enjoyable at all. Nearly as bad as the game. But um, the first goal was nothing but poor from an Aubrey perspective. A Straight in from a corner. Directly from a corner. What What are we doing to concede directly from a corner? I mean, it's not It's not difficult to Would you not that. say that was against the run of play? Kind of. I thought we were on top. Not on top. We it's nil all and good save from we hit the crossbar. Let's just 
before we go any further, we have to stop be, be mindful that we are going to see a lot of these lads tomorrow. So we've got to be nice or we will get slated. What? I'm being nice. I, You're okay. not being nice. I'll be nice in a minute, I suppose. <laughs> I thought we were on... I thought they started better, first 10. Um, I thought from the 15th minute to the maybe 30th minute, 35th minute, I thought we matched them. Yeah, I agree with you. Could have went 1-0 up. We hit the crossbar. We went close down from a corner. Mark Fitz in goal pulled off a lovely save then after that. That was a one-on-one. One and if we score then, who knows? We go 1-0 up. Then they go up and they score direct from a corner. Ugh, deflated. That's, that's a killer. That's it's a killer. It's, it's a head dropper, that one is. And then the second goal, apparently it's offside. I don't think it was, but... Irrelevant. You're 2-0 down. Goal. What can you do? But you know the mindset of you've conceded the goal straight in the corner and then the mindset then is oh geez we've just conceded the goal that shouldn't been shouldn't have stood. So then yeah, so um, that was Castle's first goal from the corner was Sean Downs. Yeah, Downs he scored direct from the corner. Second goal, the offside goal, J Jay Mudhall. He's so good. He's just so he's just so good. He's just brilliant. Can't get into the league team for the UCFL. What number so, is he? Number, number nine. He's number nine. Yeah, he's, he's the big lad with the unbelievable touch. He's just. Uh, he was causing all kinds of hassle. Yeah, he's excellent, really good, and annoying. Like he can score from anywhere. Like you saw him score a tap in. Yeah, but he scored uh, a third one then as well. So I've seen him score forty yard screamers. Do you know what I mean? Like so, he's excellent. Uh, and then the third goal was the sloppy free kick given away down the corner. Stand up, stand up, free kick. Let's talk that it wasn't a free kick it was the upper's away but you still have to deal with the free kick we don't 3-0 down half time we then get it back to 3-1 you missed the goal it was absolute worldly John Flynn yeah absolute worldly goal of the season for us uh, kind of gone but like it was a premier team against division 2 team like it was the class showed as I wrote in the match report for the Aubrey Facebook page Castle just sold their class they were just like they were bringing on lads who like in the league team they brought on Ayuba who was absolutely excellent he scored the fifth really good um, but they are able to bring lads like that on they brought on Evan Comerford who I played with as well he's a speed merchant really good player um, they brought on Gorky um, he scored the sixth do you know what I mean you're so coming on making that kind of impact yeah. that's what you want so that's a Premier team it was a good weekend for Castle um, so Division 3 back to Division 3 they had a really good win versus Kulak Village seconds team, uh, so which took them four points clear uh, over Tally United. Uh, as you said earlier on, they both played eleven, but have to face each other. So it was three one to Castle. John Thompson, Tomo, uh, who he's the man who asked about podcast. I've played against him loads of times. Uh, he scored. Uh, he's a centre half, so it must have been an L tap in. Sorry, John. Darren McGreevy scored and Glenn Callahan scored. So that was a three one win. So a very exciting division. Division three. Um, You'd have to go out and cover those games, Eric, because we would probably be on the bench somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in Dublin, I'd be on the bench that Saturday. Um, so we've loads of tight divisions at the moment. We um, Premier Division that our castle are in. Uh, it was a big big weekend in the Premier Division, so great great day for Kulak. Kulak went out to Ringsend to face the current champions, Harding, away from home. And they got a 2-1 win out there. Um, we don't have the goal scorers' names, unfortunately. They haven't been there. Uh, Kula kind of updated every Friday on their Facebook. So, so like five days after the game. Yeah. Um, Fair play, so. so that happened at half eleven, and uh, that game, sorry, that game kicked off at eleven. 
So half twelve, VCs game kicked off, and so they kind of I don't know they probably would have known what had to be done. So VC were two 0 up at one stage against Beach Park. Uh, Beach Park got it back then to two all. This is the game that was on the game on the pitch beyond that they yeah. all left in much seconds. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, so Beach Park got it back to two all, and then VC went three two up, and then squandered that lead again. So. Um, they kind of made a hames of it um, so massive game then next week in the Premier Division so Liberties weren't playing this week at all uh, they're also in with a show they Liberties and VC play each other next week so at the moment the table stands like this Kulak Village top of the pile 27 points play 12 Liberty second play 24 or sorry played 11 on 24 points so 3 points behind Kulak uh, VC are on played 8 and have 17 points so they're 10 points behind Kulak Village and they've played four games left less so VC now travel next week in the league to play Liberties and they have to win simple as that they have to win uh, that's my feelings on it uh, you might disagree but I feel like they have to win um, I wouldn't be um, I'd be a Liberties fan for that game I'm not VC's biggest after your experience out no, there just, just in general I don't they complain a lot <laughs> they do and it doesn't got, uh, look I just I don't know there was there was a match last year that there was a lot of moaning I mean if you're not if you're not part of the management team and the referees ask you to leave the pitch you just probably shouldn't come to the pitch to begin with yeah if you're not a player yeah, you're not a manager and you're you're having that much of an influence on the referee just stay at home and give out to your kids or something because you're obviously <laughs> a horrible person wow okay so <laughs> division one we moving on this is my last piece on the uh, on the UCFL and we'll probably wrap it up after this because um, we've been talking for a long time a division one so another toy league uh, you'd say maybe a four, four horse race uh, with um, Port Marnock Sorry, Drumcondra in the driving seat. So Drumcondra are on 22 points and they've played 9 games. Top of the league is Port Marnock on 23 points and they've played 12 games. So Drumcondra are only a point behind the league leaders and they've 3 games in hand on them. They've played 7, drawn 1, lost 1. So Drumcondra uh, went to Drimna um, this weekend. They did? Yes, and they played Drimna Celtic and they are on the same points as Aston Village as well. So Aston Village are on play 12 on 22 points. Again, behind Port Marnock. Now, Port Marnock won yesterday uh, against Shell's SSC, which is a supporters club. And uh, Port Marnock won 3-1. But Drums, as mentioned, favours at the minute. Played 9. Uh, won 7, lost 1. Drew 1. Goals yesterday were Tarek. Uh, we oh, that, that was an interesting one. We <laughs> yeah, so uh, we... <laughs> Said off, uh, so we email or <laughs> you DM'd Drum uh, Conjure. I'm like, slid into their DMs. Um, <laughs> Any second names going, lads? I got, <laughs> I got, I got Ryan Kelly and Kieran Bray. Who calls himself the White Balotelli? The White Balotelli. Right, yeah, so there. he obviously struggles with bibs. Yes. Uh, so Tarek. Kieran Bray, Ryan Kelly. Yeah. What's the names? So uh, we've a surname there for Tarek. No. Oh no, we uh, <laughs> we don't know much about him. Um, <laughs> He just came over from London and he's uh, he sounds a bit like the Italian lad out of Father Ted, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's got 18 goals for the Vatican over 85s. Yeah, he just came in, from, uh, he came in from London and scored a goal there. So 
He's probably not a banger because if you're going to think of a a name to call a banger, you don't just. That's Tarek. Probably not a banger. I like that name for the show. I think. (laughs) Probably not a banger. (laughs) Sorry, struggled there to the words. I sound it out. Um, Will we rebrand? Probably not a banger. Yeah. Follow us at probably not a banger. Twitter.com. Yeah. So it's an exciting race. You've got Premier Division still in. you know, still up for grabs. You have Division 1 there, still up for grabs, but you Conjure probably in the driving seat. Division 3 is huge at the moment, um, like Castle Celtic and Tally United going for it. Division 2, over at top, but plenty of games in hand. Um, not as exciting as the other leagues, but yeah, UCFL is, is where it's at at the moment. Um, yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up shortly, but I want to end this on one of the more contentious questions we got. So we're going to end on a, a political note, even. So we got a question in. Mick puts up the the tweet. He puts it up in the morning and then does about 30 tweets here. So I'm trying to search down to try and find where it is. Recording this evening. There we are. So our most... Um, Add me in on air. Yeah, that's it. For the, as we go. Actually, just a shout out to uh, William Wiley there. He asked, am I the only person who thought Sons of Anarchy was the biggest load of crap ever to appear on TV? And short answer for that, yes. You are. Never watched it. Loved it. It was great. Never watched it. Yeah, no. Nearly, Not into honestly, it. Nearly, nearly There's a match on somewhere that I could watch. Do you know I what I mean? No, it was great. Same with films. Yeah, I don't really watch films. Um, the White Buffalo Come Join the Murder. Super song. And honestly, that last scene, there's, there's a lot of grown men out there that I hope have cried or else I just feel very, very non-masculine or feminine even. No, actually, non-masculine and feminine are not the same thing because of snowflakes. They're different. We can't. We had talked about that earlier. So... Castle Celtic actually asked this question, and I'm going to ask it to you, Mick, because you you were a referee. Oh. Um, you have played with many different clubs, sat on various benches Excuse across me, yes. Dublin. I only played for two. Two. In the UCFL. The UCFL. Okay, so <laughs> the question Castle Celtic asked was, the worst sideline in amateur football, past or present? <laughs> I know who asked that question, and I like the way you put past or present into it. Uh, Jesus uh, we played for Terranure we were pretty bad Terranure Rangers we were fairly bad I have to say definitely up there uh, appealed for absolutely everything wouldn't give <laughs> wouldn't give lads water asking for it on the <laughs> sideline oh my god is this yeah. this is your team though you're not even going to slate another team that you no, know no no we're, we're very bad yeah we very bad it's just the mentality that we have now, to be fair we won loads with it but it was uh, like it was <laughs> It was one opportunity. We're actually playing up in Sacred Heart. We're playing against someone uh, I can't remember the team, and some fella goes, and it was a niggly game. And he go, "Give us up that water there." And a person who shan't be named, don't give that any water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was one of the uh, yeah. So I'll go. With, I'll go with a team that I was on myself without upsetting anyone <laughs> in the league that's playing <laughs> currently playing at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'll go with our our, our sideline uh, in Terranure. Pretty bad. It's fairly noble of you taking that hit because you had ample opportunity there to slate any team you liked. No, I, I just don't think it's fair to slate on Jocelyn again. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you said it. Basket's open. Oh, there was a, that actually, that was a cup game last year, I think you're referring to, and um, they beat us. Fair play to them. But I, was I don't the, think they were that bad. I was linesman that day. I, I've seen you, worse. You were? Yeah. You know, well, no. I was chasing footballs that day. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I wasn't on the bench at all. I was my job was to get the ball back to the pitch, and any time the ball went over that side, 
they would kick it down the hill. Listen, I... Into game management. They literally picked it up and threw it into a bush of nettles. Every single time. Absolutely no issues with that. I was... Something I'm trying to bring into the culture of Albury. Yeah, we've known... More of Nick will die for anything if... Um, ah, I've never seen him not feign an injury at 85 minutes if we're winning. But yeah, that was Small just, things like that are important. Yeah, it was personally take, very annoying because if you're I taking a, like, like One thing that bothers me, right? You, we really should end this. But say, right, you're on the manager's side. You're at a winger on the manager's side and you're about to be taken off. The man, you, you should tell that winger, swap wings. That's um, that's a tactic Tala United adopted there. Swap wings, right, you're coming off. Yeah, they used that. Take your time coming over. The, the poor lad didn't look like he had a clue why he was going over the other side. He said, <laughs> you're coming off, go over there. Yeah. And he was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> and he just kept walking. He was like, go over, go over there, you're coming off. Like, I don't really know what I'm at. Like, yeah, yeah, until yeah. he got off the pitch, I don't think he knew what he was at. <laughs> ah, simple things like that. Ah, they help. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a winning mentality, let's say that. So, um, yeah, we're, we're talking. Let's, let's wrap this up. And if you're um, if you're listening to Jamaica, so fair play to you. And if you made it this far, fair play to you as well. Much I think we're well over the hour mark. We are a minute and twelve in at the moment, so a minute and twelve in. Sorry, That's pretty an good. hour, an hour and twelve in. <laughs> it's it's getting late. It's um it's five past ten here in Dublin. I have to say that because we've got international <laughs> listeners now. We are we're making it. So this this week in numbers, one hundred and fifty listens to the first podcast, which is fifty more than we hoped for. We aimed for a hundred. That was great. So two hundred and fifty followers on Twitter. We hit today. Did you just say that was breaked? That was great. All right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> like, um, I'm really tired. <laughs> the Jack Grealish transfer went through before the March 29th deadline. Brexit. Okay. And um, yeah, follow us on Twitter. The at Mixer. handle is at Mixer Podcast. <laughs> Good save. Yeah, we, and you'll have to set up the Facebook put away. Yeah, I had a trouble. I had trouble with that during the week. Oh, we, right, we'll get there. More so. admin. We'll do that. We'll do that admin, not on air. Yeah. Okay. If you want to listen to the live podcast of me setting up the Facebook, tune in on Wednesday evening. <laughs> <laughs> I will be struggling through some settings, but um, yeah. So at Mixer Podcast, the event coming up. Albury have an event actually next Saturday in Hearns Old Bon. It is Rockstar Bingo. So if you want to pop along, it's going to be a handy night. Few beers. Um, Basically, you get a bingo card with songs on it, and then we play music throughout the night. You mark off your song, and there's prizes for the winners that are to be confirmed. So, <laughs> it means I haven't done it yet. Mugs for everyone. Mugs for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's good. there'll be plenty of mugs there anyway, so <laughs> we, will, we will see you next week. Tune back in next, probably Sunday evening when we release it, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks for listening. Slump.